Pictures makes you glad to be home. No, it was really uh, good to see some of our friends. And uh, there's some people that you only get to see one time a year, you know, that work in ministry because they're working and you're working and uh, they're in one community and you're in another. And it's good to see those guys and pray together and love on one another. And it, it was a lot of fun. And so I, I'm ready to worship the Lord. I know you guys are as well. And so why don't we stand if you can. And uh, we want to pray and just welcome the Lord here tonight. Father, we're so grateful for the day that you blessed us with. Thank you, God, for your, for your blessing upon your people. God, we, we thank you that, that with all the things that are going on in the world that we see with our eyes, Lord, our, our hearts cry out that you cause all things to work for the good. And Lord, we pray tonight that in this place that, that Lord, your name will be lifted high. God, you'll be glorified. You'll be praised. Uh, and Lord God, right now, our attention, our full focus will be placed upon you. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's worship him together tonight. Our God is strong in battle. Our God can never fail. Through him all chains are broken. In him the sick are healed and in the name of Jesus giants are defeated every single mountain has to move you're faithful to your promise you finish what you started there is none as powerful as you Jesus Jesus power of heaven setting the captives free we are the church awakened singing in victory and in the name of Jesus giants are defeated every single mountain has to move you're faithful to your promise finish what you started there is none as powerful as you and in the name of jesus giants are defeated every single mountain has to move you're faithful to your promise you finish what you started there is none as powerful as you, Jesus. Be lifted higher, be lifted higher. Lift the sound of your great name. Be lifted higher, be lifted higher. Lord, we exalt you in our praise so be lifted higher be lifted higher we lift the sound of your great name be lifted higher be lifted higher lord we exalt you in our praise and in the name of jesus giants are defeated every single mountain has to move you're faithful to your promise you finish what you started there is none as powerful as you and in the name of jesus giants are defeated every single mountain has to move you're faithful to your promise you finish what you started there is none as powerful as you jesus jesus Jesus. 
you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, Father. We worship you, God. Hallelujah. You show me every breath I breathe is from you. Every fingerprint part of you I am yours from start to end You hold me And even when I wonder You and me Father, than just a word away. Yes. When I say Jesus, the very mansion shatters the darkness and calms my soul. When I say Jesus, He to my story I'm surrounded by your victory oh, there's freedom in your name oh yes when I say Jesus the very mansion shatters the darkness and calms my soul when I say Jesus he but a whisper breaks through my doubting till all my fear is gone when I say Jesus the very mansion shatters the darkness and calms my soul when I say Jesus, he but a whisper breaks through my doubting till all my fear is gone. And at the name of Jesus, every fear is broken. Nothing I can handle, your love that never fades, and I cannot escape. Jesus, every fear is broken, nothing I can handle, your love that never fades, and I cannot escape it, no, I cannot erase it, and I cannot deny it, oh, you are here to stay. When I say Jesus, he but a whisper breaks through my doubting till all my fear is gone. When I say Jesus, when I say Jesus, when I say Jesus,
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him thanks and praise. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for the promise of your word and the power of your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, he's worthy of our praise tonight, isn't he, church? Come on, give him a hand clap. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. God bless you. Shake hands with somebody as you're seated. Thank the Lord. Oh. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good to us tonight? Thank the Lord. Thank you all for being here. Man, it's good to see you. I'm so, so thankful that you got out on this beautiful day. And uh, it's been a pretty day all day today. And uh, we thank the Lord for that.
few announcements as we get rolling tonight, a few things to be reminded of. Our uh, Primetimers Cookout's coming up this weekend. Uh, it's going to be at noon down underneath the pavilion. And uh, everybody's invited to come and be a part. Uh, we got the hamburgers and the hot dogs put together today. And uh, went out and we, we had an extra cow out in the pasture. And we just brought it in, took care of that thing. And so fresh hamburger. No, well, uh, fresh hamburger straight from Heartland is, is where they, yeah. Anyway, uh, if you've never had a Heartland hot dog, you have not lived. And uh, so you're, you're in for a treat this weekend. If you're coming to the Primetimers Cookout, it'll be a good time of the Lord. Also coming up this weekend on the uh, evening service, May the 1st, uh, we're inviting everybody, encouraging everybody to be here uh, for graduation night. Pastor, what's graduation night? I've never been to one of those. Well, uh, we honor our graduates. We visit with them. We talk with them. Uh, we preach to them, and then we take them back to the fellowship hall, and we honor them with cake, and, and uh, it's just kind of a reception for them back there. And uh, I think, what do we say, Vonda? We have seven college graduates, and we have... Uh, three high school graduates and so uh, we're excited to honor them and just to be able to brag on them and so uh, we just want to encourage you guys come out and be a part of that uh, and also coming up on May the 8th uh, that's actually Mother's Day that's in two weeks uh, we're going to be having our Sunday evening service down under the pavilion uh, we're calling it uh, service at sunset or church under the pavilion or brush arbor or I don't know we're just going to have church outside and so uh, you guys come and be a part of that. It'll be fun. If you want to bring a lawn chair, bring a lawn chair. Uh, normally, uh, Mother's Day, traditionally, we have not been in service uh, on, on that night because it's normally baccalaureate service. And so we normally dismiss that night so people can go and, and be at the baccalaureate services. This year, it's actually the next weekend. It's the 15th. And so we will be dismissing the night of the 15th. And uh, we, we encourage everybody to be a part of the baccalaureate services. There will be one here at uh, Lone Grove. Uh, they're having one for Dixon at, uh, tell me, Kim, where it's going to be at? Emmanuel Baptist Church is where that one will be. And, uh, and also, I know Plainview will be having one at the uh, gymnasium, I think. And so, um, find the right one, be a part of it, go and support our athletes. What's a baccalaureate service, Pastor? It's a church service for our students. It's a church service for the seniors. And uh, so, boy, we encourage people to go and, and be a, a support group for them. A lot of stuff going on. I encourage you, stay in contact with your bulletin. Uh, new updates, new happenings every week. And so, stay in contact with that. Also, uh, we go to our prayer list tonight. Uh, we're still bragging on, thanking the Lord for our Easter egg hunt. That was a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, heart to heart uh, for the ladies and men's breakfast. All of that was, was wonderful. Uh, I made mention earlier, I just had a great time this last week uh, to, to be able to go to district council and uh, get to be around fellow pastors and got some great preaching. Brother Brian Jarrett, uh, if you've never listened to Brian Jarrett online, uh, he opened the services for us, and uh, he preached a message entitled, Chew Off Them Birds. And uh, boy, it's stuck in my brain, and I've been chewing lots of birds here lately. And uh, so I encourage you. Uh, I know you can watch those services online. You can go to okag.org, and uh, all the services from uh, district council are posted there. And so uh, you're, you're more than welcome to, to go and, and watch that. Uh, prayer request tonight, guys, please continue to pray for our nation. Uh, we are living in an upside-down, backwards society. world has just gone crazy, and uh, it certainly needs our prayers. And so uh, pray for our nation. Please uh, be praying continually. I know we uh, made mention early on as the, the fighting began for uh, the nation of Ukraine, but I don't want to forget to pray for them. I want to encourage you guys to pray for them as well, uh, and the citizens of Russia as well. Uh, I, I truly believe with all my heart that that the, the people of Russia are not in agreement with the, with the war that's being waged. And so uh, I would encourage you to, to be praying for them as well. I've seen news reports about those that have been out in the streets protesting against uh, Putin that you know they've been arrested and thrown into prison for, for their protest against the war. And so uh, they need our prayers as well. And so please, guys, hold them up. Uh, remember Brother Ronnie Burns tonight, he's recovering. Uh, he was in the hospital for a couple of days. Uh, they did a surgery on him this past weekend, uh, removed a joint in one of his toes and uh, put him back together. He's a little shorter now, I think, but 
they got him put back together again. Uh, he won't ever two-step again. It'll be one and seven-eighths from now on. It'll just be... Boom, boom, tsh. Anyway, uh, please be praying for Brother Ronnie. He got to come home yesterday. And um, he's, I think, you know, still on the strong antibiotics and stuff like that. And so be lifting them up and hold them up, please, to the Lord. Uh, Grandma Betty, uh, we're, we're lifting her up to the Lord. Betty Reynolds holding her up to the Lord every day. Uh, believing God just for complete, complete healing in her body. Uh, she's just in a lot of pain right now, guys. And so uh, if I could ask you to pray specifically, uh, be praying for, for the pain to be lifted from her body. Uh, we're also praying for... The, the blood veins that, have, that, that are supplying blood to those tumors, that they'll just be cut off. Uh, the Holy Spirit will supernaturally cut off the blood supply, and those tumors will dry up uh, in her body. And so be praying that way, please. A uh, lot of different needs and names. Let's remember Bud and Betty uh, holding them up to the Lord. How's your mama doing after her surgery, sis? Praise God. Praise God. That's so good. I'm so glad. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I'm, she's on the road to recovery, and so we're, we're going to believe that. Let me give you guys a minute. I'm sure I've overlooked some stuff, and there's probably some stuff that slipped my mind. Miss Faith? Wow. Okay, let's remember Sheila tonight. Anything else, guys, we can pray with you about? Anything else going on? I like to remember that. Amen. Thank you, Vonda. Um, Vonda's father uh, is in the hospital right now. He fell a couple of times and, and uh, just kind of in a, in a physical decline state right now. And uh, he needs a touch from the Lord just to, just to be built up and, and healing uh, to flow into his body as well. Um, I, I hadn't got to see my wife more than 15 minutes in the truck yesterday, uh, but I received a phone call today uh, from Sister Judy Friesen, and uh, she let me know that uh, her daughter uh, had passed away. Uh, she'd been praying for her daughter for quite some time uh, to come to know the Lord. Uh, she had been uh, living uh, in, in Texas, and uh, they, their relationship had been struggled for, for quite some time. And uh, she got a call this week saying that, that she had... Uh, passed away. And so let's remember Sister Judy, please, in our prayers and uh, hold them up, please, to the Lord. And uh, they just really need, she just really needs encouragement. I got to pray with her today on the phone, but boy, she just needs, she just needs a boost. And so I know some of you ladies are friends with her, and so love on her, please, and, and uh, let her know you're praying for her. Anything else tonight? I don't want to overlook anybody or take, uh, take your time for granted. Charles Bynum. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, Burnham. Bynum was a man from Tahlequah. Burnham is the guy. Yes, this is the family here. Charles Burnham uh, has, has not been doing well. Uh, they're doing a lot of tests on him. Uh, uh, the last word we got was yesterday, I believe, and uh, he was still in the hospital then. And so uh, we need to lift up Brother Charles to the Lord and uh, just believe, you know, just for a supernatural intervention on his behalf as well. Uh, Don and Nancy's traveling. And uh, we want travel safety and mercies around and about them. Uh, Miss Nancy, we're praying for her to be complete and whole and uh, that knee to be healed so she can walk and, and uh, be able to spend time with her family while she's gone. And so I uh, want safety and, and just blessings over them. Anything else tonight, guys? I don't want to miss anything or anyone. Praise God, sis. <laughs> Amen. What a praise report, girl. That's awesome. That's awesome. Brother Tommy. <laughs> and you're ready to see him, ain't you? <laughs> well, we might want to look for somebody else to train him, but... 
<laughs> We're glad you got your great, great grandson coming, brother, and I know you got to be excited, and so uh, we rejoice with you. All right, why don't we stand together tonight and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's take these things to the Lord. Don't we serve a good God? You know, I'm convinced that there's some things that only He can do. And, and I, I believe that He's willing to do them, right? Uh, as hard as the doctors try and as much as we might try in our own power, we only have so much and the doctors only have so much. And, and we believe God is, is more than able, right? In every regard, He is more than able. Let's carry these things to the Lord tonight. Father, we love you. Uh, we thank you so much again just for the opportunity and the blessing uh, to be in your house, to be called your sons and daughters. Uh, God, we would ask that you would come into this place tonight and, and Lord, just be honored. Lord, please be glorified in everything we say and we do. Uh, we, we lift up tonight, Sister Betty tonight, especially God, we come before you. On her behalf, God, we ask for all pain to be removed. We, we pray for all sickness and, and God, the, the, the blood veins that are supplying blood to those tumors, those, those things growing inside of her, let them be cut off, God. Let, it, let the blood supply just be quenched and, and let it be shut completely off. Uh, I pray for Faith Sister Sheila tonight. I ask you, Lord, a removal of pain in her body. Uh, I pray, God, right now this broken foot mended, a quick recovery, a speedy healing. Uh, I pray for Brother Ronnie. I ask you, Lord God, for a speedy recovery and healing in his body. Uh, Lord God, to work in a manner and a way that only you can. Uh, Lord, we pray for our nation tonight. God, especially we pray for our nation. We ask you, Lord God, to intervene. We, we pray, God, that you would just lift up uh, godly men and godly leaders in our nation, Lord. Uh, take us down the path you'd have us to go, Lord. Father, we pray tonight that, that you do those things that only you can do. God, you work the miracles and the signs and the wonders. Every need and every name that's been spoken and even those things that have been left unspoken. God, I'm asking you. God, I'm depending upon you to, to deal with it all. Lord, we trust you. We believe you. And God, we acknowledge that with you anything is possible. We give you all the praise and the glory, the worship and the honor. In Jesus' glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's give him a hand clap of worship together, please. Amen. God bless y'all tonight as you're seated. Thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, the Holy Spirit's awesome to us. Amen. Uh, the, the way he orchestrates things and puts things together, I, I give him praise and glory. Uh, I, I, I'm always so grateful uh, for a spirit-led worship pastor. Uh, to, to know the, the right things we're supposed to sing, to, to, to coincide with the word the Holy Spirit has brought before us, and, and tonight's no different. Uh, and, and so I can open the service with the understanding and, uh, that, that the stage has already been set, and whenever I say, thank God for the victory we have in Jesus' name, everybody in the room can echo that and come right alongside and say, yeah, we've already sang that, we've already been talking about that, the Holy Ghost already told us that. Thank God for the victory we've got in Jesus tonight with all the issues and all the problems that we face in this life how many would agree tonight that it's good to know you're on the winning team the, the truth and the reality is is that on the cross of Calvary Jesus won a victory that cannot be denied he overcame death, hell, and the grave. He overcame the world. He overcame the enemy and church because He overcame. You and I tonight can be overcomers as well by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I want you to understand something plainly tonight. The devil hates your guts. The devil hates the very ground that you walk on. He doesn't like you. He does not care for you. He, he hates the very sight of you or the thought of you. Why? Because when He looks at you, He sees the precious atoning blood that covers you. He doesn't see the person underneath of it. He sees the blood that covers Brother Don, and it offends Him to look at the blood covering over your life. And listen, because He hates us the way He does, He's going to launch all-out hell against you. He's going to do everything He can to bring opposition against you. Uh, even Jesus told us this in John 16 and 33. Jesus said, in the world, as long as you're kicking it around here, as long as you're on planet Earth, you're going to have tribulation. In the world, we're going to have problems. Through the tribulation, through the battles, the reality is, friend, you've got a choice to make. Anybody ever go through a battle or time of tribulation or trouble? Are you alive? If you're a living, if you're a breathing, if you're above ground, you, you've gone through some stuff, right? 
You've had some problems. You've had some turmoil. And the reality is when you're going through one of those struggles, you've got a choice. You can either throw in the towel and say, dude, I'm, I'm done. I quit. It's over. I give up. Or you can rise up within yourself and say, I'm going to fight back. And I don't know about you tonight, but, but I've never been much on throwing in the towel. I've never been much of a quitter at anything in my life. I told you, when I was a little boy, I think I was in the seventh grade, uh, and they asked me to, to run the one-mile race whenever I was in, in junior high school. And my daddy came to watch me. He took off work, and I made it about one lap, and I outrun everybody, and I thought, I got this done. I've got them all beat, and I was sucking wind, boy. I'd never run a mile in my life, and I pulled up, and I stopped, and I quit, and everybody passed me, and I never finished that race. I got in that pickup truck, I looked my daddy in the eye, and I saw the disappointed look in his face, and that from that day forward, I made up my mind, I ain't quitting nothing again. The Lord may change my direction, He may call me to do something else, but I'm not going to quit. And the truth of the matter is, as Christians, we're in a battle. And the truth is also, we don't have time to quit. we got to stand up toe-to-toe, eyeball-to-eyeball in the face of the devil and say, listen, I've got a greater weapon alive inside of me than you ever think about. I want you to understand tonight, one of the greatest weapons that you have to fight this battle with against the enemy is found in the power of praise and worship. I'm a believer that the man of God, the woman of God, the child of God will never be any stronger than when your hands are lifted up in the air and you're giving praise and glory and honor unto Almighty God. In this great battle that we're in, listen, it should be our constant desire for victory. If you really want to win this fight, if you really want to finish this thing, if you really don't want to throw in the towel, then when the battle rages the strongest, friend, that's when you need to lift your hands and you need to begin to praise God. Because I submit to you tonight, there is victory through praise and through worship tonight. Find your Bibles if you would, please. We're going to the book of 2 Chronicles. We're talking tonight about victory through praise and worship. Victory through praise and worship. How am I going to win? How am I going to find my victory? I'm going to do it through praise and worship. Second Chronicles chapter 20. I want to begin reading there in verse 18. The Bible says, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites and the children of the Kohittites and, uh, all rose up to praise the Lord of Israel with voices loud and high. Sounds like this Pentecostal. So they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And, and went out as, as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe in His prophets and you shall prosper. And when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and those who should praise before the beauty of His holiness. And as they went out before the army, they were saying, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who had come out against Judah, and they were defeated. And the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir and they utterly killed and destroyed them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. And so when Judah came to place overlooking the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude and, and there they were, dead bodies falling to the earth and no one had escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil, they found among them uh, the abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewels, more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering up the spoils because there was so much of it. And on the fourth day they assembled in the valleys uh, in the valley of Baraka, and they assembled and blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of that place today is called the Valley of Baraka until this day. And they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them to go back to Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. And so they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments and harps and trumpets and to the house of the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, thank you tonight for your word. 
God, thank you for the opportunity to present your word. God, I pray that our hearts and our minds are enriched and enlightened tonight by your word. God, you leave nothing undone that you want to accomplish. And, and Father, I pray tonight, let us understand the victory that is ours through our time of praise and through our time of worship. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give him one more hand clap with me, would you? I'm thankful tonight for the victory that's mine and yours through praise and worship. I'm thankful tonight for the great warrior that comes and leads us. I'm thankful tonight for the opportunity to be a part of the army of the Lord that can lift their hands and lift their voices and declare praise unto God. Praise and worship, church, is something that everybody is able to do. Thank you, Sister Dotson. I said praise and worship is something that everybody is able to do. Uh, No age restrictions, no physical limitations. Praise and worship is simply this time of giving thanks unto God for what He has done. Uh, It makes no difference if you can talk or if you're a mute. It makes no difference if you're rich or if you're poor. It makes no difference if you're young or if you're old. It makes no difference if you got saved today or if you've been saved your entire lifetime. We all have the ability to praise Almighty God. Praise and worship is something we all have the ability to do. But I'll submit to you, praise and worship is something that we could never do enough of. I think it ought to be continually on our lips. The praise of our God should be continually. Instead of fussing and griping and groaning and grunching about how bad stuff is, if we spent half the time praising God that we do griping, listen, our lives would be a whole lot better and there would be a whole lot more victory walking before us. I don't know about you tonight, church, but I'm changed from praising my God. I don't know about you tonight, church, but I'm blessed from praising my God. I believe we can even find victory in praising our God if we'll simply spend a little bit of time on a daily basis praising our God instead of griping about life. How many believe that tonight? That's what I see happen here in the, the book of, uh, of 2 Chronicles chapter 20 with Jehoshaphat and the tribe of Judah. Uh, if you were to go back to the beginning of that chapter, what you'll find is that the people, is that the people were, you keep looking up there like something's wrong. Just, I'm over here, lady. I'm, the good looking one's right here. I'm your husband. You ought to be nothing but eyeballs on me, okay? You go back to the first part of that, Lord forgive me. I'm sorry, I'm really not that good looking, okay? Just pretty much, but not all the time. Second Chronicles chapter 20, they were going through some hard times. Verse 1 and 2 says, It happened after this that the people of Moab and the people of Ammon and the others beside the Ammonites uh, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. He had all these people ganging up against him. He had all these people that were surrounding him to do battle. He had all these people that that wanted to do away with the people of Judah and with Jehoshaphat. And the situation looked horrible. And so they did the only thing they knew that to do. They went to the Lord. In verses 3 and 4 of chapter 20, the Bible says, And Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. And so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from the the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. How many of you know if you'll seek the Lord in the hard times and set yourself to the fast, uh, if you'll seek His face and not just His hand, friend, you can find Him. And when you find Him, you'll find the answer to your victory. They knew where the source of strength was at. They were serious about getting their answers. They proclaimed a fast and guess what? The answer came. Verses 15 through 17, the Bible says, And then he said, Listen, all of you, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, you great King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle's not yours, but it's God's. Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up against the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them in the end of the brook at the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow you go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Hallelujah! 
They sought the Lord. They fasted. They prayed. They got the answer. Hey, you don't have to fight this fight. The Lord's going to take care of it for you. You just do what God says for you to do, and He's going to go before you and smear them on the ground. I don't know how you feel sometimes, but, but I feel like there's times when there's an army surrounding me on all points. And in those moments, what I really like to do is fuss about the armies. No, it's not me, is it, sweetheart? And I don't have anybody that, that harms in and harmony and sings the alto part with me when I'm griping about, or the soprano or the tenor or the bass, whatever, you know, may be sung nearby. Fact of the matter is, we're all wired that way, right? When life starts to stink and we like to, to start stinking thinking and stinking complaining. But what the Word of the Lord teaches us here is, instead of griping about it, maybe we ought to turn our complaint into praise and worship and watch what God does through that time of praise and worship and sets that enemy on their ear. There's some things I want to share with you tonight about the victory that's ours through praise and worship. And the very first thing I want to talk about is this. We need to have praise and worship before the battle ever starts. Look at verse 18 and 19. Verse 18, and the word of the Lord says, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head and his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord and worshipped the Lord. Then the Levites and the children of the Kohittites and the children of the Koratites and the Magites stood up and praised the Lord, God of Israel, with loud and high voices. The Magites weren't in there, but I added that part, so... I didn't preach Sunday night, so I'm making up for some of that. Y'all stick with me, okay? How many know there's always going to be another fight? Tomorrow's a brand new day. There's going to be some brand new battles, right? There's always going to be another fight. There's always going to be another giant to face. There's always going to be another mountain. There's always going to be one more struggle that we're going to have to go through. The, the word of the Lord came to the people and said they wouldn't have to fight this particular battle. The word of the Lord said that the Lord would be with them and that he was going to fight for them. And their response was they bowed down in worship and they praised him with these very loud voices. I like to think they got a little, little shout and happy and maybe danced a little bit on that day. If the Lord said, listen, you're not going to have to fight this fight. You're not going to have to battle this battle. Uh, all you have to do is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I mean, uh, we might do a little Pentecostal jig, right? We might get a little shouting happy. Uh, we might get a little filled with joy about something like that. They hadn't seen any results yet. The battle hadn't even started yet. But they believed what the word of the Lord had told them. The Lord said victory and they were believing for victory. And so they began to praise God before they ever saw a battle even start in their life. All because they had heard the word of the Lord and believed. They hadn't seen the battle. They hadn't even seen the enemy. But they believed the Lord was with them. They weren't going to give up. They were just going to do what God said for them to do. And they began to shout and they began to praise. I mean, oh, tonight that we all head into battles every morning. If you live in the same world I live in, you go through stuff continually. There, there's stuff with people you love, people you care about. There's stuff with co-workers. There's, there's phone calls that come in unexpectedly. Uh, people calling and saying, hey, my child has passed away. Pastor, would you pray for me? And it may not be a personal battle, but I entered into a battle on behalf of my friend. I entered into a battle on behalf of somebody I loved and cared about. When I lift up your names before the Lord on a daily basis, I want you to know I'm entering into a battle every day on your behalf. We all entered into battles continually. We're all confronted by things that we're not expecting. Oh, we may not have seen the enemy. We may not have experienced a battle yet. But we know that there's a battle that's coming our direction. How do you know that, Pastor? Well, the Word of the Lord says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that we need to be sober and vigilant because we've got an adversary, the devil, who walks around like a roaring lion. Right. Right. Just looking for somebody to devour. The devil's searching for somebody he can lay his fangs into. The devil's searching for somebody he can jump on. And today it may not be you, but tomorrow it may be. And so my recommendation to you, friend, is before the battle ever begins, before the devil ever jumps, before that roaring lion ever roars at you, you lift your hands, you lift your voice, and you begin to declare the praise of God. 
Why? Because His Word says that we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. How can I praise Him beforehand? Because He says I've already won the fight. He says that by the stripes of His Son Jesus I'm healed. And so I can praise Him beforehand for my healing. Even before sickness comes my direction, I can give Him praise. Lord, I can praise you that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you'll raise up a standard against him. Lord, I praise you that greater is he who is in me than he who is in this old world. Lord, I praise you that you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Lord, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you before the devil ever comes my direction. We might not have seen the battle yet. We, we might be okay and everything just going zippity doo dah day in our life. But the truth of the matter is, you may not be in a battle right now today, but you may be in one tomorrow. And so we need to begin to praise God before we ever see the swords drawn, before we ever see the whites of their eyes. We need to begin to praise God and say, thank you, Lord, for the victory that's going to happen one day. How do we find victory through praise and worship? We praise Him before the battle. We also need to praise Him while the battles are going on. How many understand that tonight? Look at verses 21 and 22. Verse 21 says, And when He had consulted with the people, He appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the, the beauty of, the holy, of His holiness. And they went before the army saying, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. And now when they begin to sing to praise to the Lord, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Praise God, they were defeated. How many understand that tonight? The, the word of the Lord says that they went out into a battle, and finally they saw the enemy coming against them. Uh, they could see that threat was real. They could see that they were going to have to do something about it. But they approached this battle different than any other battle that had ever been fought before. They didn't say, hey, let's get the big muscly guys like David Stewart and put them out front. They didn't say, hey, let's gather up all the guns we can find. They didn't say, hey, where's the bazookas? Bring them to the front. They didn't go get the swords. They didn't go get the spears. They didn't go get the, uh, the weapons of war. They said, hey, we're going to send the praise and worship team out here first. We're going to set the praise and worshipers in front of the army. They said, go get Julie. Go get Sister Faith. Go get Sister Vonda. Just let them cut loose for a little while. Play that song, Rattle, and let's see what happens. Yeah. They didn't care if you could sing or not, sweetheart. They didn't care about your voice. They cared about the, the praise and the worship that was going up onto God. <laughs> Here this battle was going on. Don't you know they must have looked ridiculous? The fight's fighting and, and there's struggles and there's blood that's being sprayed and uh, just a struggle that's going on all around them. And they're lifting up their hands. They're praising God with a loud voice and declaring honor. Wow. Praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. Wow. Church, we can offer the Lord praise and worship even in the middle of our battles. My body might not always feel like it, but I'm healed and I'm going to praise my God for it. That husband or that, my, that wife, they may not act like they're saved, but you can go ahead and praise God that they're going to be saved. Your bank account might reflect that you've only got $5 in there, but you can go ahead and praise God that someday there's going to be $5 million in there. As we go through these battles, I want you to understand it's not a time to stop praising God. While the struggle's going on, listen, friend, that's not a time to give up your praise. That's a time to intensify your praise. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually... Offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that confesses His name. In other words, no matter what you're going through, continually offer this sacrificial praise unto God. You know what a sacrificial praise is? It's praising God for money that you don't have. It's praising God for health that you don't have. 
You can rejoice and give God thanks and praise it that you haven't seen manifested yet. He's the God who calls things that be not as though they are. How about his children begin to call some things that be not as though they are? Lord, I thank you that my body is healed. Lord, I thank you cancer and diabetes are gone. Lord, I thank you that all sickness and infirmity must flee. God, I thank you that Sister Betty is lifted up and healed and raised up. God, I thank you that your good and your mercy endures forever. Continually, continually, continually. Uh, even when it's not easy, even when we're going through a hard time, even when we're going through a battle, we give God our praise even in the middle of the fight, church. Verse 23 says that when the people of Judah began to sing praise unto the Lord, that the Lord set ambushes against their enemies and confused them to the point that they began to fight against one another. Now I want you to get this mental picture in your mind. You're in the fight of your life. You're, you're in the midst of the biggest battle you've ever gone through. And, and you begin to just give God thanks and glory. God, I thank you. My mama's healed. God, I thank you that, that, that my finances are not busted. Lord, I thank you that, that your will is, is greater than the will of man. God, I thank you that your, your ways are higher than... And you begin to praise Him and you begin to thank Him. And in my mind's eye, what I see is the devil looking over at every demonic that spirit that he sent against you and going, Hey, look, dude, I thought you were going to go take care of them. What's going on? And the demonic spirit's going, Look, Jack, I'm trying to do hit something, but you've got to help me just a little bit. And they begin to bicker and they begin to fight. And and they get so confused in their battle that they forget all about you. And they are going to end up destroying one another. They're going to end up turning the sword on one another. Why? Because God can set ambushes against your enemies just like He set ambushes against their enemies. You don't have to worry a hair on your pretty little head. Just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The enemy will be defeated and victory will be found how? Through praise and worship, even during the battle. So how do we find victory through praise and worship? We give him praise and worship before. We give him praise and worship during. And church, we better give him praise and worship after as well. Look at verses 26 through 28. Verse 26 says, And on the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Baraka, Therefore they bless the Lord. And therefore the name of that place is called the Valley of Baraka until this day. And they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them to go back to Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments and harps and trumpets to the house of the Lord. They had a guitar player there named Rick. Uh, they had a trumpet player there. Uh, they, they probably had a drummer somewhere in the midst as well, don't you know? Praise God, we can give Him praise and worship when the battle's over with as well. The Word of God teaches us that they started out praising God for what He was going to do. And then in the midst of the battle, they were giving God praise for what He was a-doing. And then after it was over, they started giving God praise for what He had already done. I think they probably started singing that song. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He saved my soul. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. Look what the Lord has done. I'm going to praise His name. Now we see them come out of the battle on the other side, victorious. On the other side, they've won the battle and they never had to lift a hand except to praise the Lord. And verse 25 says the victory was so great that it took them three days to carry off all the riches, the plunder, the jewels, all the stuff the enemy had left behind. Come on, when the enemy's defeated, he's got to give up the junk he stole from you. I'm preaching pretty good for a Wednesday night. Hallelujah. God won a battle for them, and He didn't only win the battle, but He blessed them with riches as well. And now they had even more of a reason to praise Him after the battle was over because they could stand back and say, Man, God, look what you did. <laughs> praise God for what He did. I want you to understand God's still moving today. He's still saving. God's still delivering. God's still setting the captives free. God's still opening blinded eyes. God's still filling with power from on high. God's still bringing victory through the battle. God's still on your side, friend. Amen. Here's the sad reality. 
Many times God will help somebody. God will bring them all the way through. And they'll boo-hoo and ball-haw and, and mully-grub around as long as they're going through the hard time. But when God delivers them, they forget all about God. God's a get-out-of-jail-free card for far too many folks. They want Him when they want Him, and when they don't want Him, they don't want Him. And, and God, I'll praise You as long as the times are hard, but as soon as times are good, Lord, I'm going to go right back to doing what I was doing before. Listen, it's horrible to think that, that we fail to go back and give God praise and worship after He's brought us out of the battle that we've been in. Many people act like those nine lepers of Luke 17. Ten of them were healed, but only nine came back to give God thanks. Only one of them came back to give God thanks. Many times and people live their life like that and they wonder why. Man, I don't know why I've never, never found any peace. I, I, you know, I, God brought me through this battle, but it seems like I'm always looking over my shoulder. There's going to be another battle somewhere. I don't know why I don't have peace in my life. Well, if you read the rest of the story in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 down to verse 30, what you'll find is the Bible says that then the, rain, the, the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet. For his God gave him rest all around. The Bible says that the kingdom and the reign of Jehoshaphat had a time of peace. They praised God before the battle. They praised God during the battle. And then they gave God praise after the battle was over. And the Bible says then they enjoyed this incredible time of peace. They enjoyed this, this incredible time of tranquility. Listen, friend, if you want peace in your life, you need to stop thinking about the next battle and begin to give God praise ahead of time for the battle He brought you out of. Give Him praise while the battle's going on. And then don't forget to give Him praise when it's over with. <laughs> when victory comes, it ought to be easy to give God praise. Sometimes we forget all that He's done. Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 13 says, Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for He has delivered the life of the poor from the hand of evildoers. Have you ever felt like He's delivered your life from the hand of evildoers? Man, I have. I, in my lifetime, there have been people who meant evil for me. They meant evil for my family. They meant evil for my friends. They, they meant evil for people I loved and cared about. But you know what? My God always had a way of making a way where there didn't seem to be no way. And the Lord always makes the truth come to light where there's, there's hidden things, where there's, there's stuff tucked in the back closet and the, the back rooms where people think nobody knows what's going on, but my God sees it all, my God knows it all, and my God will bring it all to light one day. And the fact of the matter is, when the, the revelation of the truth of the Word comes to light, uh, the fact of the matter is, you will be vindicated... And you will know and see that God's delivering hand was with you every step of the way. I think that's a great time just to give Him praise. <laughs> Where's this victory? Where's this victory that we cry out for? Just Uno Moss. Where's this victory? <laughs> What's that look like? What's victory look like? That, does it look like you're, you're waiting for the other shoe to fall? Do you know what that terminology means? Is I have to explain to my Hawaiian friend from time to time. She doesn't always know what I'm trying to say. And make sure all you oaky people understand when I say we're waiting on the other shoe to fall. Yeah. You know, that, that means uh, you're, you're in the, the bed at night and, and you're waiting for daddy to go to bed so you can get up and do something that you probably shouldn't ought to be doing anyway and you hear him taking off his boots and he drops that first one and you're like he's going to drop that second one here in just a minute and I can go to the refrigerator and get me a snack the bump and the other shoe drops we live our lives that way sometimes as Christians well something bad's happened and, and I'm just waiting on something else bad to happen I'm waiting on the other shoe to drop. Listen, we can't live in victory through praise and worship if we're continually waiting on something bad to happen. Go ahead and give Him praise before the battle ever begins, friend. And maybe you're here tonight in the middle of the fight of your life. Your, your mama, your daddy are going through things that, that are breaking your heart. Your sister is in a condition that, that breaks your heart. You're seeing things unfold around you in, a, in our world. Your mama's going through things that are breaking your heart. And you're in the biggest battle that you've ever gone through. It's not a time to be introverted. 
It's not a time to shrink inwardly, but it's a time to rejoice and say, Lord, I thank you that your will supersedes and goes beyond all other. Lord, your plan is greater than my plan, and no matter what should happen, in the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is worthy to be praised. And then when it's over and said and done, no matter what the outcome is, the victory is always the Lord's. Because He's the one fighting. He's the one going before us. He's, he's the one revealing truth. He's the one that's, that's exposing the lie of the enemy. He's the one that's causing them to turn and fight on one another. He's the one that's going to slay them all without you ever having to draw your sword out of its sheath. And when the battle is over and the victory is won, friend, that's the time to especially lift your voice and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you brought me through. Thank you, Lord, you didn't leave me to die. Thank you, Lord, you never left me. You never forsook me. Thank you, God, you were strong on my behalf. Thank you, Lord. And you know what happens? Victory. 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 I don't know about you, but man, the church doesn't need to walk around with his head hung down. I'm not a believer that the church is a whipped pup just sitting in the corner uh, waiting on Jesus to come rescue them. Listen, he's given you the power, the authority, the anointing. He gave you his name to function and operate in. And friend, you can rise up in victory every day of your life. And I believe that victory is even made stronger through praise and worship. Let's bow our heads and let's pray together tonight. Father, I love you so much. God, I'm so inadequate without you. Lord, I thank you for your healing touch. I thank you, Lord, for strength. Lord, when I left my house tonight, I didn't feel like driving. But Lord, you touched my body. You healed me. You gave me strength tonight that I didn't have. And and God, I would have been quick to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing power. And God, you're no respecter of person. You've, You've done some work around this room tonight in many of my friends, my brothers and sisters' lives. God, I believe there's victory to be found. And I believe it's available if we'll simply praise you and give you the worship that only you deserve. Lord, we love you tonight in this place. We thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Please, heads bowed and eyes closed just for a a minute. I want to ask everybody, as I always do, about your relationship with the Lord. If you're here tonight and you need Jesus to become your Savior, this is the place, this is the time. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off, don't wait. Today is the day of salvation. It's as easy as believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth, accepting Him as Lord over your life. If you're here tonight and you'd say, yes, pastor, that's me. I need Jesus to save my soul. Would you lift your hand right now, any place in this room? I just simply want to pray with you. Congregation, would you stand with me tonight, please? Do you have victory? Boy, I think the immediate answer ought to be yes. Yes, Pastor, I've got victory. It might not always look like it. It might not always feel like it. I, I, the, the signs around me might not always spell out victory, but, but I've got victory because I've got Jesus. And I'm going to praise Him before, during, and after whatever battle comes my way. And so what I offer you tonight is, is simply that, a time... Uh, just to either gather around the front or stay right there where you're at. Brother Rick's going to put us on some music here in just a second. And, and I just want you to take some time tonight and just simply give him thanks and praise and worship. Let's, let's do that together around this room. Come on, let's give him thanks. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord.
before, during, and after Moon.